Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Very excited to announce on this episode, along with you folks that we all know now, baseball is officially back in 2022, a full season, but when you tell someone, hey, it's back, you know, half the people yell back, yeah, Tom Brady, isn't that exciting? No, fucker. Not talking about Tom Brady, my God. Guy is home for, what, a month, and his wife's like, hey, honey, can you watch the kids while I go out? He's like, fuck that shit, I'm out of here. Ain't doing that. I'm not ready for daddy duty. Going back to work. Don't want to have to be Mr. Dad. Oh, Nate, that's not nice. Tom Brady's a good guy. Why don't you like him? Oh, because he's the greatest that's ever played the game and he wins all the time. No, really. Why do you hate him? Yeah, I know. That's it's a demented reason. And I'm a maniac. <laughs> that's why I don't like him. And he whines and bitches a lot. Oh, boy. But anyway, yeah, exciting news, huh? Baseball is back. Spring training is starting. I tell you, a lot of people out there, and I know who you are, fuck baseball. I'm done with baseball. Don't even. I'm not even going to watch it. not going to give them my money anymore. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard. A lot of people out there pointing out all the reasons why baseball is shit in the bed and why fans are leaving the game of baseball every day. <laughs> ah, well. I love the game of baseball. I know you do. You're tuned into a podcast about baseball and the Orioles. So we're going to continue this season to talk about the Orioles and have fun. I want you to follow me on Twitter at Full Count Chaos, where we bitch and whine and complain about baseball and the Orioles and, you know, why we uh, can't see Adley Rushman. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you, man, being an Orioles fan is a full-time job. But a lot to go over. I want to hear from you. Full Count Chaos at gmail.com. And you want to talk about having a bad day. I mean, you know, hearing about Adley Rushman and his injury, which, you know, briefly we'll discuss how much bad news do you want to hear when you're tuning into an Orioles podcast for the past four or five years. But the guy who bought Tom Brady's football, <laughs> thinking that was the last football, the last touchdown that Tom Brady threw in his career and bought it for $500,000. All right, everybody has bad days. Everybody reads bad news. And normally when I hear about people who spend that much money on sports memorabilia, I don't think twice about it. I roll my eyes and, and usually say, oh, it must be nice to be able to spend that much money on something like that. But I guess you think it's an investment. And I just feel bad for the guy, actually. And people go, how can you feel bad for someone who can spend that much it's not about that. It's not me thinking, well, I can't spend that much money, so screw him. I just, in my mind, I feel how it went down before the guy bought the football. You know, he's talking to his wife. He's like, honey, just hear me out. You know, it's going to set us back for just a little bit, but think what this ball will be worth in five or ten years. You won't have to worry about work. You won't have to worry about money. You can go shopping anytime you want. <laughs> the very next fucking morning. Either Tom Brady has one fucked up sense of humor or that was just all a big coincidence. But either way, I mean, just goes to show you another reason on my list of why I think Tom Brady's a douche because he had to have known that, seen that news. I mean, people like him probably Google their name 50 times a day. Give me a break. But I just felt for that guy. I don't care how much money he spent or 
you know, oh, that's unnecessary to spend that much. Whatever the reason you think of why it's not a good idea to spend that much money on sports stuff, that sucks. And I feel for the guy. And I'm going to just remind myself, you know, if I'm having a bad day, think about the guy who blew 500 grand. I mean, how how can that ball be worth anything now? Tom Brady's coming back and he's probably going to be in the league for another three or four years. Good God. Anyway, moving on here. <laughs> Prayers go out to that guy. Uh, Carlos Correa, I'm sure he's been in the conversation. Uh, anytime sports have been brought up with baseball lately, and especially if you're an Orioles fan, not much excitement has happened lately. And then you hear the rumors about Mike Elias and the boys offering Carlos a bag full of money to come play for the Orioles, and you have a little bit of excitement. A lot of people upset with me that I'm on the side of the fence and saying, yeah, come on, come on, Carlos, come on the team. But uh, obviously he goes to the Twins. Yeah, what would he get? 105.3 million deal. Um, I think, yeah, Cray has opt-outs in the first two years of those three years. So he's obviously going to hit the market again next offseason. You know, if he's not injured, if he's healthy. So this could be a one-and-done year with Minnesota. But there was a ton of rumors that the Orioles were, like, in the top three of conversations with uh, his agent on which team he was going to go with. And that got a lot of Oriole fans excited and it got me excited, but boy, were there some fans out there that would like, how dare you even suggest to have a human being like Correa on this team. Now, believe me when I tell you, I was fucking red hot pissed. Obviously what happened with the Astros and, and getting caught stealing signs and all that shit. We don't have to go to, down that whole bullshit again. But the way that Carlos Correa handled that was awful. Just Captain Dick. He had the chance to apologize and say the right things, even if he didn't mean it. You know, everyone would say, well, he said it. He must have meant it. Whatever. He just took the opportunity to say, hey, look at me. I'm a huge asshole. You were all there. You saw it. So, yeah, I, I saw that. And I'm like, you know, fuck him. What, what a dick. Can't stand him. Now, when it comes to sports, and my favorite team, of course, you want them to win. You want to be entertained. You want them to go all the way, win the big trophy. The whole nine yards, when I'm paying big money to go watch baseball, I want to be entertained. I want to see the best players out there make the best plays and just, hoorah, we won. That was fun. So if Carlos put on that Orioles jersey (laughs) and helped the Orioles win some games, I go, all right, all right, you know, hey, look, people make mistakes. He'll learn from it. We all learn from our mistakes in life. <laughs> you know, hey, so be it. Just like uh, I always tell people, hey, as much as I hate Tom Brady, if he came on the Ravens, hey, Ty, hey, look, come on. He's just misunderstood. He whines and cries a lot because he loves the game. You know what I mean? It's just all, it's all fuck. We're all hypocrites. Sport fans are the biggest hypocrites in the entire world. But on the other hand, guys like Chapman, he's a piece of shit. You know, if you're a player in sports who... I, I don't know. I don't want to go down the list, but come on, let's do it. One of them is hitting women, hitting a wife. You, you never put, you never lay your hands on a woman. All right. And what Chapman did, he's a piece of shit. So if someone like him went on the Orioles, even though he was winning games and saving games, I don't care. I'd boo him every time he walked off that mound. So there is a limit to my sports fan hypocrisy. <laughs> you know, not every player 
can do whatever they want or whatever messed up shit that they do out there. And me go, hey, if it helps win our, if it helps the Orioles win, but no, I'm just saying I understand why a lot of people still feel the way about Carlos Correa about not wanting him on the Orioles. But that to me, look, I'm sorry. Name your favorite player. They're probably doing something to get that edge to be even better, to try to do something to win the game that is not allowed in the rule book. Let's come on, knock it off. You know what? Grow up. (laughs) I mean, guys like Mike Trout, who I think goes to church every day of the week. I wouldn't be surprised if I heard him get caught doing something in baseball. It just, it's unfortunately what it is. It's the most competitive people in the entire world. Owners, managers, baseball players, all of them. They want that edge. They want to somehow find a way to uh, be the best. So pertaining to Carlos Correa. Yeah. He's probably uh, not a very liked human being. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'd meet him one day and be like, that was the nicest guy I've ever met. But either way, I can look past what he did. And if he can come on the Orioles and help them win a championship, Carlos, let's go, baby. Let's do it. All right. Got a lot more to go over with you folks here. It's going to take about 30 seconds. I just want to remind you, athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Full count chaos at gmail.com. Again, baseball is back. Um, that'll be like an event in life. Everyone will remember where they were. <laughs> when we all learned that baseball was back on and the lockout was over. It's like, where were you? I was on the shitter. Seriously. And I looked on my phone and, and hallelujah. Started sending out texts and calls on the shitter saying, hey. Did you see baseball's back? Uh, some fans out there, which I think they're full of shit, saying, like, I don't give a shit anymore. Fuck that. Yeah, the lockout. They don't care about it. Shut up. I don't care how angry I get at something pertaining to sports. I just don't see myself boycotting sports. I love sports. Sports is a part of me. It's in my blood. It's in my bones. I just can't see myself getting so angry where I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. You know, my wife turns on the game and I'm like, turn that off. That's bullshit. That lockout, they don't care about us. Well, we're not giving any more of our time and money. I, I can't do that. But apparently a lot of people, a couple people that I know personally, but mostly I'm seeing on Twitter of people saying, I'm done. I don't care if it comes back. And I thought it was funny. You know, you see those same people retweeting uh, posts. Yay, baseball's back. Like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Kind of reminded me of like your ex-girlfriend if, if she breaks up with you. You know, you go around, you're like, I didn't even really like her anyway. You know, she had bad breath. She kind of smelled a little bit. She wasn't even nice. My friends didn't even like her. I don't know. Fuck that. I, I'm, I'm glad. I don't, I don't ever want to see her again. You know, two weeks later, she calls you. Let's, let's try this again. <laughs> there you go. You, you're over her house. You fall in love, and you ask her to marry you six months later. Kind of like with baseball. I'm done. Forget it. Baseball sucks. Here's why. 
baseball is back. Hell yeah. I've got uh, season tickets and opening day tickets. Like what? Wait, what? But again, a lot of people are shitting all over baseball, venting away just how how they're not happy. And, uh, you know, they're never going to watch it. I'd love to hear from you. Although if you're, if you're boycotting baseball and you want nothing to do with it, I'm assuming you're not tuned into a baseball podcast right now. But uh, if if you were at one time being like, I'm done, and then you changed your mind once baseball is back on, once your girlfriend calls you back and she wants you back, I'd love to hear from you. So uh, one of the uh, arguments, and uh, hey, look, I, I'm not happy about this either. I, I don't know why uh, the Orioles will not televise every single spring training game. I, I don't get that. But they are going to televise, I think, like three of them so far, so Starting Friday, they're playing the Blue Jays, um, but here's I, that game's going to be on the radio. I mean, you can listen to all the games on the radio, but pertaining to TV, uh, Baltimore's home games against the uh, Red Sox on March 24th, Rays on March 30th, and the Phillies on April 1st. Uh, I did see this season, Orioles fans are allowed to bring their own food and drinks to Camden Yards. I always thought that was a thing. Maybe they changed it and they're bringing it back. You know, so, which is cool. I can save you a shit ton of money, man. Bring in your kids. Because it ain't cheap. The food and the alcohol. I don't think you can bring your own alcohol. So when they say food and drinks, I don't think you can pack a book bag full of uh, Miller Lite on ice. That's where they make their money. The old brewskis. The Super Bowl. It's $25 a can. I think I was told something like that. Just, you know, crazy. But hey, you got a shit ton of people paying it. <laughs> Why not? So being an Orioles fan, you know, it, it's it's not fun. It hasn't been fun lately. Um, and it sometimes after the season, we look at the record and see how they're doing and, and seeing if there's any moves made. And, and you get sad. I mean, we're happy right now. Baseball's back. But hey, just in case you're not that sad, I'm going to hit you with this. I'm sure you saw Fucking Adley out for two to three weeks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Uh, and a lot of people were hoping to see him uh, opening day. It says he woke up last el- uh, last week, elbow. Let's try that again, Nate. Hey, let's sound out the vowels and read every word. It says he woke up last week with elbow soreness. He's going for treatment, and it might be two or three weeks. This is what Hyde said. Rushman had some tests done. Everything came out well. Now it's giving it. Uh, now he's giving it some uh, time to rest. Blah blah blah. Just another reason why we're not going to see Adley for a while. Probably I feel like we've been talking about him forever. And then you, you know, over the years you read about him, you hear scouts say the guy was ready for the major since he was ten. Some say, well, I disagree. I think he was ready at twelve. It's like, all right, we drafted him a long time ago. Put him in the game. And here we go. Oh, oh, this was the year he was going to start. Oh, he, he got hurt. So we're going to take it slow and take it easy. You motherfuckers. Fucking rub some dirt on there. Put some duct tape on that elbow and put him in the game. So you see that? And you're just like, yeah, you got to be fucking kidding me. So, you know, the Orioles realized that, oh, wait a minute. Going into the season, we needed, uh, we needed some catchers because there wasn't anyone on the roster. So Elias and the Orioles got together. They said, hey, let's pick up Trinos. See how he's going to do. He's a veteran catcher. Why not? Low risk. The Orioles love their low risk players. <laughs> anyway, it's been in the league forever. 
You know, and again, he's probably going to play 60 to 80 games. Uh, you know, he hasn't played over 100 games in a three se- in, in a season for three years. Played 45 games last year. He's 37 years old, has a 231 lifetime average in 10 seasons. He's been on, uh, what is it, Tampa Bay, Texas, Houston, the Mets, Cubs. Orioles spent $900,000, $75,000 incentives, and $100,000 have traded. He, again, hit 227 with five home runs and 15 RBIs in 45 games with the Cubs last season. You know, but again, it's a catcher. You're not expecting him to be hitting up in like the 270s and 280s because not every catcher is like Adley, right? <laughs> he did say he's looking forward to helping these young guys, though. You know, bringing them on, having veteran guys around to help with these young players, which is what you want. It's what you like to see. So I was ashamed when uh, they, the Orioles got rid of Adam. He, I mean, you want to talk about a veteran player around to help the young guys coming up. Shit. That's the guy you want in the clubhouse. Also picked up Chris Owens. Uh, minor league deal. Also includes an invite to Major League Spring Training. Why not? Come on. Well, we'll take a look at you. 30 years old. He had two surgeries on his left thumb last year. I think it was his left thumb. Yeah. Only playing 21 games with the Rockies. Uh, look, you've got a uh, crowded infield right now. Who's it going to be? Basically tryouts again. Seems like it's been like that for a long time. But with the crowded infield, of course, guys you're familiar with, Bannon, Gutierrez, Jones, Mateo, Odor, Urias, Vavra. You know, it's uh, here we go. Like like I said, tryouts. But owing to play second, short, and third, that's not a problem. And with the veteran Odor playing de- defense alongside him, Things might get pretty solid in the infield, though. Odor, Urias, and Gutierrez seem to be the ones to start at third, short, and second. Mateo and Owens back up. Uh, That's a pretty solid infield core. I mean, are we going to see many uh, highlight reels in the infield? We might. Could be. Exciting guys. Some young arms. (laughs) Some veterans who know how to uh, make some behind-the-back throws. And speaking of Odor, it's funny what he said the other day. He said, this is a team that has a lot of young guys, a lot of good talent. I want to go to that team. I'm a young guy, too. I feel like I can help the team with young guys to win games. At 28, Odor is actually the older players on the Orioles, which is kind of weird for him because he's always used to being the young guy. And he says, I was talking to my dad yesterday and feel weird because I was always the young guy on the team. But now they look at me like I'm a veteran guy. And that made me feel a little weird. So he's coming on the team. Again, he's used to being kind of blending in with the young guy, but now 28 years old, you're playing the dad role, coming on to help these young guys come up. That's just, I don't know, crazy to me. It just goes to show you how early we are in this whole process. You know, Odor's coming on 28 years old, one of the old guys. Got a lot of years that we're going to be seeing. A lot of changes happen. Uh, But the season... Of course, coming up April 7th, that's, of course, an off day on the Orioles' schedule. April 8th, Tampa Bay Rays home opener. Uh, The Orioles' home opener is currently scheduled April 11th. I'm sure you already all know this at 3.05 p.m. against the Brewers, which when I first saw the schedule and saw it was a 7 o'clock game, I said, hmm, well, you know, who knows these days? So many changes uh, that we see in the game of baseball and sport. Maybe it's going to be a uh, 7 o'clock opening day game. Wouldn't make much sense, but it be a night party <laughs> and you know damn well people would still get down to pickles at 7 a.m bacon and beer 
uh, everybody be like, man, half the stadium was empty. Be like, well, everybody passed out on Utah Street. The other half didn't even make it out of pickles. Everybody's just all fucked up. Didn't make it to the game. So that would be dangerous. A, a night opening day game. And again, people go, well, we'll just start later. No, no, it's a, uh, it's an all day event. Doesn't matter if the game would start at 11 o'clock at night. You got people that are still going down there at, uh, at eight in the morning. Boy, that was Baltimore. It came out. Wasn't it going down there? Whoo. I sure every now, I, 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 every now and then make fun of the Baltimore accent, but man, <laughs> that came out going down there. Oh boy. Uh, I'm not crying. You're crying moment happened the other day too. With Cedric Mullins said he uh, waited until February to make his Crohn's disease diagnosis public because he didn't want anything to distract from Trey Mancini's comeback from colon cancer. He says all the support needed to go to him. And uh, again, just another reason why uh, we love Cedric Mullins. And of course, get more texts. Do you feel like a dick now talking about trading uh, uh, Cedric Mullins? No, because the saying is it's just business. Calm down. Everyone take a step back. Nothing personal. It's all business. I like uh, uh, who we talking about here. Uh, I almost said I like Trey Mancini. I like Cedric Mullins like Trey Mancini, but those two may not be in Orioles uniforms much longer. I don't know. Just saying we've talked about it before, but Cedric Mullins, just another reason why he's a wonderful human being. And if he stayed on the Orioles for the next 50 years, I'd be excited. All right. I knew that was going to be getting some uh, flack on that. Oh, you feel bad talking about training them. Ridiculous. All right. So spring training has finally started. And I know I've mentioned here on the pod, I've received emails. I remember, uh, was it last year? A guy wrote in, he, uh, he goes to about 50 games a year. He travels all over the country to watch the Orioles. He loves them. He never misses a game, but spring training doesn't spend a minute watching any games, looking into it. He feels it's a waste of time. Uh, he, you know, he feels nobody's going to be talking about the 2022 spring training stats five years from now. And, but he's a diehard fan. And when I talked about it, I realized more, or a decent amount of people out there feel the same way. Like, you know, they're not dropping what they're doing to run to the TV or look at their phone to see what kind of spring training scores are happening. But again, there are different levels of fans with baseball and I like spring training. It just, uh, I guess it gets the juices flowing. You kind of get a little idea of what you're going to be working with. Right. I mean, you hear and read about these guys for months and months and months, and they're finally put into action. Why, why not? Check it out. See, see how they're doing. See what's happening. So the Orioles started off their uh, spring training season against the Blue Jays, and pff, they lost 9-5. to five. Old Spencer boy, Spencer Watkins, who is not on my radar. I could care less. I don't think the guy is going to be on the Orioles in the future. I just don't think he has it. Give him time. Give him time. Whatever. That's your opinion. Two and two-thirds innings he threw. Six runs. Three unearned. So didn't exactly help the Orioles have a chance to win last year. Two and seven, eight oh seven ERA, sixteen games he pitched. Uh, Richie Martin, which again I've always been a Richie fan since day one. I, I thought the guy was just going to be an exciting player on the Orioles, uh, making plays. He's fast. He's got an arm. Some of the plays when he came up in the infield, just wow! Like this kid's going to be something if he can get some power behind that bat. Hey, here comes Richie. 
I don't know what's going to happen with that guy. Richie Martin, he made two errors, had had a three-run double. So that was nice to see. And uh, he says, I just thought we had a really bad defensive inning, is what Hyde said. Unfortunately, unfortunate plays. I want to chalk it up to the first day. So first day of spring training, whatever. Who cares? You never know what the pitchers are working on, what the players are working on, what the batters are working on. Uh, then they decided they wanted to go tie it up with the Yankees. Uh, three to three, they decided to end the game. Now, Jorge Lopez is a guy that I'm excited to continue to watch. I know him as a starter. Ugh, he had you know, quite some moments of shit in the bed, but when he's a reliever, I mean, he just comes out guns blazing. And that's what I said a while ago. A lot of people said that about Jorge. If he was a reliever, give him an inning or two. Or a setup man, throw that 99 heat. It's got a lot of movement on the ball. He could make an impact. But he came out pitching the other day and retired all five batters, showing that he wants to play ball. Let's go. Let's start this season. He says, being in the bullpen, you've got to be prepared since the first inning. You've got to be able to be ready every day and keep your body in shape and able to go out there and do the best. It's a huge difference. I've been able to experience both sides and I feel fine with any of those jobs. As a reliever, I feel really good. I'm able to come in from the bullpen and do my best also. Again, last year, Lopez, he was 3-14 and 14 with a 635 ERA as a starter, uh, but had a 216 ERA in eight appearances in relief. So, yeah, I, you know, who knows how bad the Orioles starting rotation is going to be again this season. We don't know. We don't ever know. But what we've seen lately with the young arms that came up that we had high hopes for, pfft, oh boy. So we don't know, you know, do you want to, okay, Jorge Lopez was going to look good through spring training. Keep him in the bullpen for a little bit. I get it. Well, we want our best arm in the in the rotation. Uh, of course, as we know, his season ended early uh, when he sprained his right ankle covering, uh, what was he, uh, cover, I think he was covering first or something like that. But, uh, yeah, Lopez looked good. Tied up with the Yanks, 3-3. That same game, Mancini had an RBI, drove in a run. Uh, I think it was opposite field single in the third inning. And then Mountcastle, who set an Orioles rookie record with 33 home runs. As we know, I talk about it all the time on here because I'm a huge fan of Mountcastle. He was 2-3 for three with an RBI single. So, you know, things are happening. It's like my grandmother, who's a huge, huge Orioles fan, asks me, how are they doing? Only two games in the spring training. I just say things are happening. <laughs> I don't, it's not much to talk about. I think they go and play Boston coming up. So how excited are you? What are you looking for? Also, how do you feel now that baseball is back? I mean, Rob Manfred, in my opinion, was like a shitbag dad trying to negotiate curfew with his son, canceling his weekend activities each time his son wouldn't agree with them. Okay, nope. You don't want to agree with me? That's okay. Another week, you're punished. That's it. Another week. Done. Off the books. Another week. What a dick. Rob Manfred definitely didn't gain fans through this whole lockout bullshit. I mean, half of this shit the fans don't even know much about or really care about that was going on between MLB and the MLBPA. I mean, let's be honest. We just wanted to see the fucking game start. I mean, some of the negotiations that they were trying to work out we're interesting and we were all curious because we're a fan of the game and we just wanted to see where that would, how that would come out. But you know, we just like, come on, let's get this show on the road for fuck's sake. 
But as the season continued to delay, more and more people coming out being like, oh, there's another reason on the list of why baseball's losing its fans. And I forgot what I was reading the other day um, where I found this. I think I was reading something about should games or the season be shortened. I know that's been a conversation for a long time. Apparently, there's a ton of people that their patience have gone way out the window. But Don Madley, a couple years ago, I forgot he said this. Somebody uh, said, why are the ratings dropping in baseball with attendance and TV ratings? And he said, baseball is unwatchable sometimes because nothing ever goes on. (laughs) I don't remember him saying that, but, you know, I saw some people's arguments as well, saying a game that could be played three and a half hours may only finish two to nothing. But to me, the kind of fan I am, to me, that's an exciting game. But over the years been a topic for a while now things have changed i was talking to my neighbor i think he's about 60 years old he was telling me a few weeks ago he just doesn't see kids playing baseball on the fields during the summer anymore like they used to um yeah because they're all playing video games now but yeah there's a i'm surrounded by a bunch of baseball fields now i don't have any kids but if i did i'd be out there every day with them during the summer because again whoever takes care of of the lawns and the baseball fields, they do a great job. And I think it's like at an elementary school, but either way, yeah, you just, they're, they're empty, completely empty. But I remember growing up in my neighborhood, the baseball fields that would surround us were jam packed every summer. You better believe it. And we'd be playing in the tennis courts, baseball as well. If the fields were taken, we would just get the tennis balls and the taped up wiffle ball bats. And we go on the tennis courts and play, but he's like, man, he, a guy's been living in this neighborhood for, you know, 50 years or whatever. He's pointing to all the fields. He goes, you know, right now, those fields would start, you'd start seeing kids on there right now because it's 70-degree weather. Got up to like 81 the other day. He says, you just don't see him anymore. Sometimes I speak to guys in their late teens who have never broken a new glove or taped up a bat. It's sad. Don't know, man. There's, I just don't think there's one reason of why that's happening. I, I don't know. It's interesting. So, How do you feel about that? Again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. The season has started. Spring training has started. Baseball is back. The Orioles are back. Are you even excited about it? Or are you just going, we're going to have to sit through another shit season? Always love hearing from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time.